This program has been paid for all or in part by the host, and KSEV is not responsible for its content and or products or services offered. Welcome to Frankly Talking every Friday at 6 p.m. Here at 700 AM KSEV, the voice of Texas. Like and follow Frank on Facebook.com slash Frankly Talking. Here is your host, Frank Spagnoletti. Hey, 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 it's uh, Friday night and it's uh, Frankly Talking to all of you. You can call us at 281-558-5738. I'll be glad to talk to you about whatever's on your mind. Uh, I had a few things that are on my mind. This week, uh, you know, I feel like we're in this uh, kind of, uh, you know, kind of quiet zone, a quiet zone, nothing crazy going on. As, as uh, they were talking, that's enough music, Steve. We'll do the music later, okay? <laughs> we got, we're kind of in the quiet zone. Steve would want to listen to the music, didn't want me talking anymore. But I understand that. I, I'd rather listen to the music than have myself talking too. But anyway, this is what I pay for on this show to be able to talk to you. Anyway, so <laughs> what we're talking about tonight is uh, I feel like the word was used a couple of times in the last week that the country's in like a malaise. A malaise like uh, Jimmy Carter malaise. And, you know, if you look at our news, it's kind of like malaise. It's because I think our government in Washington is the definition of malaise because they neither one of them do anything. They only find a way, both of them, to do nothing and can basically not agree on anything. So, therefore, the country is in neutral from its leadership in Washington, D.C., and therefore the rest of the country is kind of like, I feel like we're all in neutral. Our stores don't have, are not stocked the way they're supposed to be. For some reason, we have supply chain issues, which still, for the life of me, I don't understand. Uh, I mean, 10 months before, we didn't have any. We didn't have any supply chain issues during COVID when all that was going on. But all of a sudden, in the last 10 months, we 11 months, 12 months, we have supply chain issues. Anyway, <clears throat> so the stores are not stocked. People are working, but a lot of people decide not to work because of all the money that's floated around free. Can't get help. People are trying to do the best they can with their businesses. But they can't open up completely because you got this regulation, that regulation, and all the rest of the things that involve the uh, dreaded Americon and COVID. And then, of course, we have our courts. Yes, our courts, our decisive courts, our wonderful court system, which, of course, has its value, believe me. I've made a living at it. Uh, but... I really believe that uh, more than ever, our Supreme Court has become completely political. Because what happened this week was, as you know, the Biden mandate, uh, on uh, which was to be a mandate on mandating vaccines for all companies over 100 people, uh, was to uh, be put into effect through OSHA the uh, Occupational Safe and Safety and Health Administration, which, of course, was 
a way to front what the administration and the federal government and the president could not do directly. So they were basically trying to have it implemented through a governmental agency to try to circumvent the case law, which prevented any such mandate directly coming from the presidency without legislation. Well, so the Supreme Court rules, nope, you can't do that because, uh, and Alito, I think, pointed it out because the uh, mandate was broader than just occupational safety and health while at work because it affected your safety and health when you're not at work, and therefore you can't have a government agency regulating citizens' activities when they're not at work, and therefore they do not have to follow a vaccine mandate, and you can't force companies to apply a vaccine mandate to all of their employees. However, the companies could still have their own private vaccine mandate. That's up to each individual company. But here's the rub. So the Supreme Court rules that way, and all the conservatives clap their hands and are happy. Oh, my God, uh, Biden's mandate was thrown out. Well, on the other side of it, you got, you got more weasel activity on the U.S. Supreme Court, where Roberts voted that way against the OSHA mandate. Kavanaugh voted that way on the OSHA mandate. But then when it came to the health care mandate, the two of them run to the other side. So they kind of split their vote and they split their ruling. So what did they do? They basically were kowtowing to the pressure from the political process, which is basically saying, you know, they wanted to show how they could have a a court that could work together. I wanted to show how they were not for the Republican position or the Democratic position. But that's not what we want in this country. The reason you are nominated by a Republican judge for issues like this and other issues, other social issues, other issues concerning very important issues, concerning all kinds of matters, is that you would vote according to your interpretation of the law as a strict constitutionalist. And what we have instead, remember this is the same court that wouldn't even give a hearing to the election disputes. And I always said that the election disputes themselves, we'd have a lot less trouble in this country, we'd have a lot less divisiveness, and I said this after we had all those issues following the election, if they just would have a hearing on it and, and rule on it one way or the other and air everybody's complaints one way or the other. But the Supreme Court chickened out again and basically said the president doesn't have standing, at the time, Trump didn't have standing to challenge these things, which, you know, I'm sorry. I'm just a, you know, low-life practicing trial lawyer, but if the president didn't have standing to challenge the election results, who did? I mean, was there anybody in the country who had standing to challenge the election results? If the citizens of individual states who felt that their vote was diluted, the sacred right to vote, if they didn't have standing to challenge the election results, for instance, in the state of Texas, if a bunch of illegals were allowed to vote 
in the state of Texas, then, then the citizens' vote is diluted by those non-citizens voting, which means that your citizenship has just been uh, deflated, valued, devalued. And so what you have is this process, and the, our court refuses to decide these issues based on what is common sense, what is right, but rather is afraid that they're going to be like expanded by the progressives or, or they'll wind up being like, uh, you know, made into some kind of political ping pong. Well, if that's going to be, then we're going to have to face that issue. Because just like now, where they, where they basically, you know, what are you going to do? Operate under the threat? Operate under the extortion of people that you may not believe in their principles? And it can go the other way as well. Okay, I'm not saying on the left or the right, but I believe that the judges who are appointed, and they're appointed based on presidents who have been elected and therefore reflecting the uh, philosophies of those presidents and then the consent of the Senate, they should vote according to those kinds of perspectives and not try to be all things to all people. And it's the problem I have with Kavanaugh. He just he's been he he bounces around and he's he's you know I don't like that. I don't like that. I didn't like it when Amy Comey Barrett uh, recused on on the Trump situation after she just graciously accepted the nomination, but she wasn't nominated just to be the judge that would rule on abortion issues. She was nominated to be a judge to rule on all these issues, but yet she re- she basically sidestepped because she said she couldn't get up to speed. I'm sorry. Given her pedigree in terms of academics, she could have got up to speed quite quickly and probably exceeded many of the intelligent quotients of some of the older members of the court, but she just decided not to weigh in on that. And then Kavanaugh, he bounces around from one side to the other, and he buddies up with Roberts, who is basically the 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 uh, the swing the swing ball player. He likes to play both sides of the both sides of the coin. I mean, you know, I I guess you could call him by, which means that he's like he's he's both Democrat and Republican, and perhaps what do they call him? Binary. Maybe he's binary that way, okay? <laughs> so he can go on both sides of the coin. The point is, that's the kind of court system that we're dealing with. And this was all brought into focus with me again this week when this, when I just summed up for me what I've been thinking about for the last two years because all of this falls into what we've heard about with the new Glenn Beck book, the great, uh, re, you know, the great Reset. Build back better, that phrase coming out of Davos. We've talked about that. Beck has been talking about it in this new book. I haven't read it yet, but I'm going to read it. But many of the things that I've heard him talk about on the radio, the same topics we've been talking about on this radio station on these Friday nights for the last year. So I guess I should have wrote the book. Uh, But, and if he stole any of my stuff, I'm going to start calling him Biden. Uh, And so, and so. And but but what I thought about was, and it's this summed it up for me, okay? And I think I posted it on the Facebook. 
And it basically is this. It's this. And I'm going to see if I can find the page here. I'm looking at here. I don't know whether or not y'all can. You, obviously, on the radio, you can't see it, but I'll tell you what it says. This is a KN95 mask. You see it? And this was given out, this mask, to all members of Congress because Nancy Pelosi wanted everybody to wear it, and they're even going to set up a certain kind of plexiglass bubble for people who don't have the mask on that they have to go up there to vote and sit and time out. So their vote, they vote from some kind of uh, enclosure <laughs> so that they're not exposing themselves to the other members of the vax community, which should be immune anyway if any of this stuff was true. But what we're hearing is that the vax community is spreading the disease faster, quicker than the non-vax community. But nevertheless, look at the mask. I'm showing it on Facebook. It's a KN95 mask. But that's not what I'm talking about. I mean, we know what that is. Hell, I wouldn't, I'm not going to wear one of these things. I mean, you look like a Darth Vader with a white mask on. I mean, you know, it's kind of scary. But nevertheless, the part that struck me the best is that the United States Congress all got one of these masks that I'm talking about. And I'm showing it right here. I'm showing it on Facebook. And you know what it says? And they all got it on their faces. Made in China. <laughs> Here it is. Here it is right there. Made in China. They all got these masks. These idiots who run the country bought all these KN95 masks from China. Are you kidding me? But it sums it up. You know why they don't care? Because they are made in China. Not the masks. The Congress, the Congress is made in China. And thank God, at least we have truth in labeling. All of these congressmen are now labeled made in China. And if I were a Republican in that Congress, which I'm not running for anything, I know you all want to vote for me, but I'm not running for anything. Uh, I wouldn't wear the damn mask. Would you wear a mask in the United States Congress that said made in China with it printed on the side of your face? I mean, hell. Why don't they just go into a concentration camp in, 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 in mainland China and just give up? I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, it's absurd. It's like they don't make masks in the United States. And if they don't make masks in the United States, they damn well ought to. Because why should we be relying upon that supply chain? And why should we be giving out to our citizens a mask saying made in China? It ought to be said made in the USA Made in Pennsylvania, made in Ohio, made in Kentucky, made in Tennessee. I'll go with any of those sovereigns, and I'll go with Florida, and I'll go with other states. I'll go with New York or California if they'll make the mask there. No, but I'm not wearing a mask, and particularly if I'm a United States representative in the Congress that says made in China on the side of my face. I find it offensive. I'm sorry. And I find it disgusting, and I find it stupid. Whatever idiot... In that organization, whatever staffer, or maybe it wasn't, maybe it was done on purpose because they owed some money to the Chinese in order to kiss their butts so that they could get whatever other kickbacks they're floating around up in the Congress. Made in China. Made in China, Nancy Pelosi. Made in China, Denny Hoyer. Made in China, if he wears it, McCarthy, the Republican. Made in China. 
I find it absolutely abhorrent. You're wearing a mask that you're wearing because of a virus made in China. You're wearing it because of a virus made in, the, in Wuhan. You're making it, ma- wearing this because of a virus that was made in collaboration with the U.S. so-called, you know, National Institute of Health and Allergy, or, you know, the Falchoid group. And so, and so you got all of these things made in China, and I'm not going to do it. And I don't think any of you should do it. And I think the Congress ought to resign if they do it. We'll come back and talk about something else. But I ain't made in China. I'll be ma- I- <laughs> Bye. Start your mornings with the Chris Salcedo Show, 7 to 9 a.m. on AM 700 KSEV. Christian Collins is the proven conservative running for Congress in Texas' 8th District. He's pro-life, pro-Second Amendment, and always America first. That's why he's endorsed by Ted Cruz and the House Freedom Caucus. We can't risk sending a rhino to Washington. Vote for proven conservative Christian Collins. Keep Texas great, packed, paid, and is responsible for the content of this advertising. Not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. 513-334-7981. Many veterans have extreme PTSD all their lives. I know people that had PTSD from having COVID, but are better now. I can't imagine anyone having it their entire lives. Imagine sheltering in place forever. Help Heal Veterans, with the support of citizens like you, helps these isolated or sick veterans at no charge to them. How can I help? Learn more at HealVets.org. HealVets.org? Yes. This message is furnished by Help Heal Veterans. For many years, the Pine Box has been helping families gain insight into the often confusing and extremely expensive task of arranging a loved one's funeral. I have worked with Pine Box in the death of two family members because I know I can trust Chip Beresford at the Pine Box. He's the owner. To be sure that he walks me through that process and that I am prepared for the funeral and that I get the quality I seek without breaking the budget. Because it's a very difficult thing. No one wants to feel like a cheapskate handling a funeral of a loved one. But you also can't afford to go broke either. You know, funerals are statistically the third largest expense in someone's life. The Pine Box sells the same caskets and funeral merchandise that is offered at funeral homes, but at a tremendous savings. And delivery is immediate and free within the Houston area. Stop by one of the three Houston locations or visit their website, thepinebox.com, or call Chip directly at 1-888-PINE-BOX. That's 1-888-PINE-BOX. I trusted them, and you can. The Pine Box. Diane from Michigan, a disabled senior citizen trying to get by. Henry from Florida, a veteran fighting to make ends meet. Elena from Arizona, a mother struggling to feed her daughter. Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I support Feeding America because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year, like Diane, Henry, and Elena. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America, 200 food banks strong. KSEV and its advertisers want to thank you, the listeners, for all your continued support. Without you supporting our advertisers, there would not be a Voice of Texas. We stand behind our clients, and if you're looking to boost and grow your business, join the great team at KSEV and its loyal audience by calling a member of our sales staff at 281-588-4800. That's 281-588-4800. KSEV, loyal listeners and dependable advertisers are the Voice of Texas. Phone lines are open now. 
Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Squeeze bugs. Okay, it goes in and out, doesn't it? The squeeze box? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. That's how it works. Anyway. What I want to say is this. First of all, yeah, I'd like to say that this Chinese thing we'll move on from. But this is all part of what I've been talking about, about the Great Reset. And Beck talked about it. And let's go back. Let's reflect and call us at 281-558-5738. You can interrupt me now. I'm ready to take calls. I don't mean to go on and on and on at nauseum. But um, the Great the Great Reset talked about the uh, build back better. You see, I kept saying this, and I don't think that my audience was really listening to me earlier on. And I'm not saying you're bad folks. I really appreciate you all, but I'm sometimes not. I move along kind of quickly, and I don't kind of nurture the plant that I've that I've planted, and the plant sometimes dies, so to speak. Uh, and so, what's happened here is. This whole concept of Build Back Better is, is a statement of the United States needs to be taken down. Every aspect of the United States needs to be taken down, and that's what has been done by our government, by everything we've seen over the summer with regard to the riots, by the attack on our... Uh, Joe, I can't talk to you. I'm not taking any complaints anyway uh they basically have to are, are are tearing down every aspect of the country they do not want a country based on the united states constitution they do not want a country based on u.s laws they do certainly do not want a country based on god they do not want a country based on historical principles of the judeo-christian tradition they do not want the United States to exist in the form that we have it. And in order to accomplish that, they are doing everything to destroy it, including making us wear masks that are made in China. While at the same time, they promote, they promote basically the efficiency of the Chinese government. Uh, these things here are, you know, I think pretty self-evident. But I got to say this before I move on any further. I understand my six-year-old granddaughter, one of them, is watching on Facebook. And I would like to say, hey, Aster, don't listen to your crazy old grandfather. But uh, I'm talking all this for your benefit, honey. Because I want to make sure that the country you get is the country that we believe in. And is the country your dad believes in. And anyway, we're going to keep fighting for you so that you can have a country that's as good or better than what we've known. And that's what I'd like to say to her. So thank you for listening tonight, Aster. Anyway, let's talk a little bit more. Uh, let's take Tracy on line one. Steve. 
Tracy. Hey, Frank. Hey. Hope you had a good birthday. Thank you. Here's I, what I want to talk about. Okay. Uh, I want to read that book about the Great Reset, too. Right. Because I'm concerned that they're committed to uh, moving everybody off the farm and into the city and, and taking over our single-family residences. That's true. And I've discovered a company... Can I say the name or the website? That you, what they're doing is they're you buying talk, up. You're, you're talking about BlackRock? No. There oh, is a company, company called Homeroom. Uh, they're investors, and they come in and they, they either lease or they buy these, you know, 1975 split level homes that are hard to sell because they have a horrible floor plan. And they jam in a couple extra bedrooms, and so now they've got six bedrooms in a four-bedroom home with six separate leases, and they are with a party deck. And uh, so they're putting them in single-family neighborhoods. Well, there will be six cars plus the six girls they're dating plus the 12 electric bikes. Well, they may not be girls necessarily. Yeah. (laughs) Now, certainly... These so these are for profit. They could be small animals. Uh, homes. <laughs> They're like apartments. Yes, I understand, Tracy. I get it. And they, I no, that, joke. That, that I didn't hear. I said they, they could be small animals, but 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 the point is, you're absolutely correct. This is systematically what wants to be done. This is why BlackRock will buy up if if, if there's a developer in, in suburbia. Like in what used to be suburbia here in in uh, in Houston, like places like Sugarland and Missouri City, they would put up like master plan communities. BlackRock will come in and buy it all up, and then turn it into multi-tenant master plan communities. And they basically are doing this on purpose in order to uh, uh, take away. Uh, the solidarity of these neighborhoods and the communal these communities that that would grow up in the suburbs and therefore have like-minded thinking like don't buy masks that say made in China <laughs> and like-minded thinking hey. like like-minded thinking like well let's go to church on Sunday like-minded thinking like you know let, let's let's honor thy father and thy mother and not thy teacher uh, like-minded thinking like we all knew growing up. And I'm sorry, people say that sounds like 1950s Leave it to Beaver stuff. And you know what? Some of it is. And there's nothing wrong with old things as long as, you know, you know, you take a little with the new and a little with the old, and, but you remember where you came from and you remember what the basic principles never change over time. Uh, anyway. Well, this is a form of... An elegant new form of redlining. They're going to sweep through the places that have these outdated, yes. hard to sell, uh, because it would uh, split levels because it would cost you fifty to a hundred grand to remodel it. Right. And they're not le- handicap accessible. It's really targeted toward the millennial, the you know what I call the boomerang kid who flunks out of college and comes home to mom and dad's basement, and they want him to get out. And then they want to sell their house, and they're going to, you know, lose money. And so when this investor comes and says, I will buy your house or I'll lease it, and then the city manager and the planning director 
just say, well, it's it's happening everywhere, so they don't want to take it on legally. No, no, but it's systematically being done. I mean, this is a plan that BlackRock has. They are uh, uh, there is this is a this is what the government is also incentivizing. Trump talked about it. In fact, there's there's certain uh, regulations with the with the ho- housing and urban development, and with uh, that the government tries to implement to make multi-tenant um, low-income housing be placed into um, middle-class, upper-middle-class, even upper-class neighborhoods in order That's to right. break them down and diversify them, so that there's not a a a, a a you know a consensus of that kind of neighborhood and this is and the cities that are let's say are zoned in a certain way they are being de-incentivized to continue such activities and they're uh, where federal monies can be withheld from them and i talked about this in one of the other shows i can't remember exactly what the statute's called but under trump he did away with it by executive order but now it's been re-implemented and so, and so you're going to have this, the idea is to do this all across the country, which is another way to break down the United States the way it's been built and build back what they say is better. <coughs> what they say is build back better is to have people not in neighborhoods, to have families not in family units, to have teachers. Build back Bolshevik. Well, that's a good way to say it. Build back Bolshevik. That's it, Tracy. And you're right. And that's exactly right. But I don't know where there is any place that has ever built back Bolshevik. The Bolsheviks aren't in Russia. That's an oligarchy of of very rich oligarchs. And in China, you got the same thing. They're not Bolshevik. They're 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 super oligarch, quasi capitalists. But but the money all flows into the central authority, and the rest of the people are all supposed to step in line like sheep. And they are trying to do that to the whole country, which is what all of these things are meant to do. The the mass, the the everybody vaccine boosted, vaccine boosted, vaccine boosted. Well, when they can't even tell you what the effects are of the vaccines or the boost, and they can't tell you that it will prevent you from getting the disease that they're vaccinating boosting you for. And so, and so the whole thing is meant to control society and to break it down from the individualistic nature that is the American way of life. And that is what's going well, it's on. very depressing, but there was good news because the big pharma wanted to keep it a secret for 75 years. And the judge said, no, you've got eight months and then you've got to release your... Research. Well, that's good. That's good. I didn't know that. You know, you, we corrected that from what we talked about last week. All right. Well, thanks, Tracy. I, that sounds good. And I'm going to talk now about something with the beyond the Great Reset. Even though we got to explore the Great Reset some more, there's some things I want to tell everybody about. But let me ask this question. I'm going to ask this to the audience. How would you like a commercial? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to a break. That's a big <laughs> Your home team for conservative talk radio. KSEV 700 AM, the voice of Texas. Catch Chris X Radio weekdays at 4. When asked whether it's time for the administration to change their course on COVID, Kamala Harris replied, It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. 
every day it is time for us to agree that there are things and tools that are available to us. Um, what? Chris X Radio, weekdays 4 till 6, right here on The Voice of Texas. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. He sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. For many military veteran caregivers, their caregiving journey starts earlier in life and lasts longer. Visit aarp.org caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. This is Kevin O'Hara with O'Hara and Company Real Estate. Our country's founding fathers drafted a document that is the Declaration of Independence. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. To secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their powers from the consent of the governed. My friends at O'Hare & Company Real Estate, we believe we're at our precipice in time where we must take back our country. We must stand up for our freedoms or lose them forever. Please don't sit idle and let it slip away. Don't let anyone force you to do something you choose not to. As JFK said, if not us, who? If not now, when? If you're looking to buy or sell real estate, give O'Hare & Company Real Estate a call at 281-373-3393, 281-373-3393, or look us up on the web at O'HaraRE.com. I'm Kevin O'Hara. God bless America, and God bless Texas. We all make choices about alcohol. Kids make choices whether to drink or not. Bye, Dad. Remember, I'm going to Alex's party tonight and sleeping over. Hey, Em. Remind me about that party again. And adults make choices whether to talk about it. That's true of parents and every other trusted adult in a kid's life. Kids want to know our expectations, and they want honest answers in everyday conversations. So talk with your kids and help lead them on a positive path. Because when you talk, they hear you. Learn more at underagedrinking.samsa.gov. From annual checkups to managing chronic conditions, taking care of your health should always be a priority. At Houston Methodist, our primary care doctors are available to provide personalized care for you and your family safely. We offer a variety of convenient ways to get care from us, from same-day sick visits to extended hours at select locations. And we are taking every precaution to keep you safe during your visit. Choose your doctor or schedule online at HoustonMethodist.org slash stay healthy. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. That justice is the one thing you can always find. You gotta saddle up your horse. You gotta draw a hard line. When the gun smoke settles, we see a victory tool. And we'll all be back at the We'll raise up our glasses against evil forces and whiskey for my man, beer from my horses. Singing whiskey for my man, beer for my horses. <laughs> okay. Well, here's here's a question I want you to I want to throw out to my audience, and I'd like to get your feedback on it. President of the United States, Joe Biden, right, Francis? Vice President is Camel, Camel, back. Camel, <laughs> Kamala. 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 Camel, 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 Camel,
Kamala Harris. Harris. I think she's the vice president. Then we have, so if something were to happen to Biden, either he lost another half a step, since he only has a half step, that would put him in a bad position. So he loses another half a step, or something unfortunately might, you know, because of his age, you know, everything, something could, you know, he could die of natural causes or whatever. Or he could decide that he doesn't want to proceed further. That would make Kamala the president. Now, Kamala wasn't really elected. Only Joe was elected. I mean, Kamala could be fired tomorrow by Joe because, you know, she's not actually on the ballot. She was on the ballot with Joe, but she wasn't independently elected. Uh, <clears throat> that's the way our system works. So I'm going to throw this question out to this audience, which is fairly conservative, because I know the answer I would give. What about would you feel safer? Would you feel safer if Joe traded out Kamala for Hillary Clinton? And you go, oh my God, no, we don't want Hillary Clinton. And Hillary Clinton's been sniffing around about running in 2024. And would you feel safer if the election were between Trump or DeSantis and Hillary Clinton? Because think about what I'm saying. I know most of you are recoiling and saying, oh my God, what's Frank talking about? He's gone over to the dark side. No, I haven't. What I'm thinking about is the country. And what I'm thinking about is, you know, whether you like Hillary or you don't like Hillary, uh, she presents in a strong manner, and she does not. While some of her decisions like Benghazi and things were, in Libya were not particularly uh, good, as we see in retrospect, but both her and Bill did not run a bad ship. And I'm not saying, you know, vote for them if you don't like them, but I'm saying I, I as one citizen, would feel a lot more comfortable with having, with having if you know, we have an election and either party can get into power. I don't feel, I wouldn't feel threatened uh, internationally by decision-making being made by Hillary in fighting with Putin in fighting even with the Chinese, in fighting with some of these other uh, people around the world, may not agree with whatever the political position is, but I wouldn't feel like we were being pushed around or outclassed uh, because she presents well. What do you all think of that? Call me at 281-558-5738. Now, you know who I like. I like America First, Bill Bill. Build back better? Uh, no, no. Build America first is what I say. Not build back better, because you can't build back better. You build America first, and you made make it made in America, and you give jobs in the United States, and you bring back our supply chain. And I don't know who that is that has that philosophy. Do you, Francis? Not up there. I, th I think not now, but, I mean, we did have a president that believed all oh, that. Oh, yeah, we did have one. Yeah, but that guy... 
is, let's say, you know, whether he runs or he doesn't run, but whoever runs for the Republicans. But I want to have someone from the Democrats emerge that I don't feel the way I feel right now, or I feel that we have leadership, whether I agree with it or not, is rudderless, is not acting in the best interest of the country, is not acting in the best interest of protecting the United States of America internationally. What do you say to all that, Francis? Well, I'll say a couple of things, Frank. Uh, first of all, you can't you can't do business with with stupid people. And, and at least well, then I guess nobody can do business with anybody. You so, know? So, 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 but so at least Hillary Clinton, whether you agree with her or not, she has a brain. <coughs> I'm not sure what Kamala Harris has. She has nothing to say. She is the the, the greatest empty suit to ever walk the halls up there. Uh, Joe Biden, I don't understand when he talks. I, I mean, literally, I, I don't understand the words he's speaking. They're just they're just <laughs> words, and they don't and they, they ramble. But but I I would just say number one, yeah, we have to deal with smart people. The second thing is is that we, we've got to get. I mean, I. We got to get out of this this trap. I mean, you're talking about build back better. We've had these politicians for 50 years. They spent 30 trillion dollars. What in the world were they building for the last 50 years? And if they couldn't, well, build, they were building their bank accounts. Well, that, that that's that's fine. But now we're gonna the same people that were given 30 trillion. Nancy Pelosi's getting out of Congress with 100 million bucks or 300 million or whatever it is in the bank. Well, that, that's my point. Is government that, salary? That's my point. I mean, you take, it, it's 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 a tricky proposition. We talk about Hillary Clinton and her uranium one deal, uh, the foundation. I get that. Uh, uh, the, 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 the nonsense that they had about I get Benghazi. That. And so, well, then who else? Who else among the Democrats? Buttigieg? No. <laughs> well, then who else? Uh, he's, on, he's on maternity Let's leave. take the yeah, <laughs> maternity, paternity, not maternity. Oh, sorry. I, I, let's I, let's, I, couldn't, I couldn't figure out what side of the fence let's, he's on. Let's that's a whole other talk show. <laughs> let, that's on a different channel. <laughs> let, let, let's take line one where we got Dan from Missouri City and Build Back Better. Hey, Dan. Yeah, Frank. Um, I strongly believe that uh, they're missing a phrase on the Build Back Better. It's uh, let's tear it down before they build back better. That's exactly right, brother. That's exactly that's right. It. So uh, nobody ever mentions that part. Well, that's the whole point, you see. When the the phrase itself, build back better, presupposes that you have to build back. And then unfortunately, unfortunately, I mean, the way I saw it, I thought America was pretty damn good. And I didn't think we needed exactly. to build it. I didn't think we needed to build it back. We just needed to make it stronger. And we needed to make sure that we made it American. And we made, because I'm not embarrassed to say I'm an American. I was proud of it. I'm not so proud of it right now because I don't really know what we are, but I but I'm proud of it in my own definition of what what I think American is because I believe America. If I were to define it for you, my friend Dan in Missouri City, I would say, for America, for me is individual freedom. Okay, respect for the individual, respect for the individual's thought process, respect for the individual's right to property respect for the individual's right to religion and family, respect for the individual. And, and, and all those things are in our Constitution, but apparently that's got to be on its way out too. Uh, what, what else you want to talk about, Build Back Better? You have more ideas on that? Uh, that, that 
that's pretty much it that uh, the the media is so biased and even Fox has gone over to the dark side. Yeah, so, uh, I'm, I'm, we, just, we just don't have proper commentary, and I've canceled the Chronicle a couple, three times. And yeah, I, I would say that you, you can't say that uh, Biden is an elected president. He was not. He was a fraudulent president. So that's that's where I'm at. I understand. I understand. And what I say about all that is, one way or the other, uh, is they've never been a. What I saw was a. Com- they have a commission to do, deal with that you know, kind of uh, protest that was going on on January 6th, but they don't have a commission to find out why all these different states thought that they were a fraudulent election. No commission, no investigation, except on some in the individual states, but nothing, nothing that summarized it, wrote a report and said, this is what happened. Yeah. This is, and that's why it was all swept, swept under the rug. Okay, Dan, I got to run. I got one more call yeah. here from, thank you. Thank you for calling in and talk to you next week. Uh, Karen on line three. Confused. Um, Hi, Karen. My friend, my friend in California got um, got COVID. The next day she got antibodies. The next day she was almost well. Do we have antibodies in Texas? And if not, do the feds have our antibodies? Uh, well, there were monoclonal antibodies in Texas. I've had uh, friends of mine who have come down with COVID and got that got monoclonal monoclonal antibodies but the supplies for some reason have disappeared now i don't know whether or not there are any left in texas i'm sure there is some for the most severe cases but it's not readily available and i don't understand why because the monoclonal antibodies is what they gave to trump when he got sick and he got why? he got be- and he had delta and he got better in like three days uh and what, why they would be depriving our population of this in order to foster the, uh, vaccines over treatment is is something that we'll eventually get to the bottom of, but it ain't going to be anytime soon because they don't want to because I happen to know that the, I think it's the NIH, one of those government health agencies, giving all this money to, to for vaccines to the Big Pharma, okay? And then what I also know is that Pfizer is also coming up with some kind of, you know, treatment for COVID. So they're going to have it on both ends. So even if their vaccines don't work, then you can turn around and use their other drug. I mean, it's a complete monopoly and it's a complete trap for us because I don't know one way or the other what we're being treated for or what's treating you or what's not treating you. And so what I'm telling you with regard to getting back to your question about the antibodies, I don't know why we haven't had a warp speed uh, production like they did for the ventilators that Trump did, like they do for when we needed the mass, when we like they did for the vaccine, why we haven't had that for the antibodies. I think that it's criminal that we don't, Karen. But, Frank, in Florida, they took, the feds took the antibodies away from Ron DeSantis. So Ron was going to buy his own. Right. And then they put a pause on that. Well, so uh, the, why is Texas and Florida getting... Karen, the, the, the feds have also put into place that they can use these social issues with regard to who gets the monoclonal. Oh, right, right, right. That, yeah. that is whether or not you are 
whether or not, let's say, two people of the same age, of the same position, you get points for whatever you are. You get more points if you're a minority of that they classify as a minority. So the same person with the same sickness may not get the same treatment. And if there's only one monoclonal dose left, you're going to get it if you're a minority rather than not a minority. And that is criminal in and of itself. They ought to have these monoclonals available to every race, color, and creed for everybody in the United States, in every state in the United States. This is the disgusting part of these idiots who are running our country. Anyway, that's where we stand, so, Karen. Why? So why are they trying to punish Texas and Florida? Well, so because they're red states. We, so we can't, we can't get antibodies? Yeah, I mean, because they're criminal. red states. Sure, it's criminal. What do you think's running the government up there? You think that they're like, they're just not indicted. But they're the, <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> but I mean, you know. Hey, Frank, can you start filing some lawsuits against these criminals? Well, I'm thinking about some of these things. I'd be, like, be honest with you. I've just been too busy actually representing people that I do represent. I mean, uh, in. Hey, uh, I'll jump in and help you, Pro Bono. Let's start filing some lawsuits against the criminals. All right, Karen. When I do that, I'll hook up and we'll do that, okay? Okay. Thank, thank you. you Let's take you Dave on line two of River Oaks. Hi, Frank. I'm, I'm actually a big fan of Build Back Better. Uh, currently, okay. the Army Corps of Engineers has about $100 billion for the projects that are backlogged. That includes things like the Ike Dike. Yep. That includes things like fixing the levees on the Mississippi River yep. so we can move our fertilizer and our chemicals up and down the Mississippi. I'm good for and The reality is these things are going to fail. And when we get a giant hurricane and 40% of America's refining production comes out of the Baytown area, our country is going to grind to a halt. And I think we're making a huge mistake making this political as opposed to saying, absolutely, let's rebuild the infrastructure of America because a lot of it is not working. Lots of American roads are choke points for transport. Lots of American barge links are choke points. This is all a problem for this country. Uh, Dave, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you on building infrastructure to the maximum. I think our infrastructure is antiquated. I think that we are like a, you know, not quite a third world country in many aspects with regard to our roads and with regard to our airports. I've traveled all over the world. But the problem I got, my friend, is that they pass these bills where only 10% of it go for actually building infrastructure, and then they want to talk about social infrastructure, whatever the hell that means, okay? I'm not for building social infrastructure. I'm for families and churches and communities and, and organizations, whatever they are, building their own social infrastructure. I don't think the taxpayer needs to pay for that. I'd be for a trillion-dollar bill right now or a $3 trillion bill if I knew that 100% of it was going to make America the most advanced infrastructure in the world. But I'm not going to do it when 90% of the money goes into all this garbage that these people put in these bills. They can't even read the bills, uh, Dave. They can't even read them, and they don't read them when they sign them. I'm with you. I am 100% with you with regard to well, the war. Yeah. One of the things I'd ask you to do is please to get our junior senator on, on your show and ask Senator Cruz why he won't vote for this, the Ike Dike. Well, he won't, he won't vote for the Build Back Better bill because it's got most of it has nothing to do with actual infrastructure. I mean, obviously, the, the numbers are so big that some you know, portion will go for actual in infrastructure, big numbers. But in the meantime, you're spending 80 or 90 percent of it on all this other stuff, which, Dave, 
You haven't mentioned that you want any of that. I mean, it's fine. People can do it, but I don't want to pay for it, and I don't want to be taxed for it, but I'm be willing to pay my tax in order to really build what you're talking about, the roads, the bridges, the airports, and, and the waterways. We need that, and I 100% agree with you on that. A junior senator in Texas, I don't know what he's doing these days. He's had his own issues. <laughs> well, I'd love, to see, I'd love to see him sponsor with a member from the House here in Texas just a pure Ike Dyke project. I agree with you. Thank you. Be safe, brother. Thank you too, my friend. All right. Well, that was good. But And I wanted to just clear up there for my friend Dan. We don't need to call it Build Back Better. Why don't we just say build and improve what we got? Uh, and, or build and we don't need to build back better because we're not building it back. We don't need to tear down what we have. Build we just better. need to make it better. We just need to make it Made in America. What do you say, friends? You know, I, I, the last caller was, was, was right on the money. I mean, look, the government has three jobs. Protect our laws, protect our borders, and, 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 for, and for the love of Christ, just fix our damn potholes. Okay? I mean, just allow us to function. Allow let me, us to let run me just business. say this before we get off, Francis. Next week, I'm going to talk to you about documents beyond the Great Reset. And there's like ten white papers and I'll publish them uh, this week on the Facebook, which talks about all kinds of subjects of how they are basically, after the, this so-called Great Reset, where they will corral us all, they're going to take us into transhumanism, which is basically where they want to go with the populations of the world. There are 10 papers that, that have been written that every one of us should read. Thank you. 700 AM KSEV. Listen us next week, like every Friday at 6 p.m. on Frankly Talking, a radio show for Texas with your host, Frank Spagnoletti.